The last thing we were discussing was on Yom Kippur, when the Kohen Gadol would finally go to the Kodesh Kodashim, he would walk all the way up to the curtain, go in. There was an area of an Amad difference between the two curtains that were separating the Kodesh and Kodesh Kodashim. And we saw Mahloket, a three-way Mahloket, how the Kohen Gadol would walk. Rabbi Uda said he would walk along the southern side of the Beit HaMikdash between the Mizbeah HaZahav and the Menorah, not by the southern wall, so he doesn't dirty his clothing. Rabbi Meir said he would walk between the table and the Mizbeah, not to look directly into the Kodesh HaKodeshim. And the Yeshomim, which we ended up saying was Rabbi Yossi, said he would walk along the north side of the Beit HaMikdash by the wall. The Kohen Gadol is B'nai Israel Shaliyah, and Hashem wouldn't find it disrespectful. And with that, we are starting Nun Bet Amud Aleph, four lines in, where it says, Amar Binatan, Amar Teraskin, that Amar, that open space, or that uh, where that wall was between the Kodesh and Kodeshim in the first Bet HaMikdash, Hachamim didn't decide, they, they couldn't figure out the Halakha, is it part of the Kodesh, Kodesh Kodeshim, what is it? Amat Kaif Laravina, Ravina asked a question. My Tama, what was their problem? They were in Safek. Ilem Amishum Dichtiv. Is it because it says in the Pasuk Babaita, Shebana, Melech Shilomola, Shem, Shishim Ama Orko, Esrim Rahbo, Shloshim Ama Komato? Because it says that the Hechal that Shlomo built was 60 Ama long, and we know it was 20 Amot wide, 30 Amot tall. Uchtiv, and then it says another Pasuk Babaim, Aba Ama Hita Habait, Huha Hechal Lefanai. That the 40 Amot was the Kodesh that was in front of uh, the Kodesh HaKodeshim Mukhtiv, Belifne Haddevir, Isrim Ama Orech, Isrim Ama Roha, Isrim Ama Komato, and Lifne Devir is the area in front of the Teraskin, which is the Kodesh HaKodeshim, was 20 Amot uh, long, uh, 20 Amot wide, 20 Amot tall. We're not sure if the, the Amateraskin, that wall that was in between, was it part of the Kodesh or, and it's part of those 20, or it's part of the Kodesh Kodeshim, part of the 40. And the, the Pesukim are what, the, uh, what is the Safek of the, uh, the rabbis. The Gemara asks back, wait, Vedilma. Hey, maybe that wall was not part of the 20, not part of the 40. We're only talking about open space. But walls were not counting the thickness that Ama extra were not. So it could be altogether it was uh, 61, but we're only counting open space, which is 60. And you just know any part, any time in the Tanakh or in the Shas where we're mentioning the walls. We hashiv le We count the, the walls on its own. We count the thickness of the wall on its own. Ditanan. The Mibraita said, Hahechal. Now by the hechal over here, we mean from the opening of the, the, the lobby of the Beit HaMikdash, from the Ulam all the way back to that back wall where the Kotel Amarib, the western wall is. All that we're talking about. That's the hechal in this Mibraita. Uh, Hahechal me'ah al me'ah. The hechal is a hundred by a hundred beru me'ah, and it has the height of a hundred amot. And the Mishnah explains how kotel ulam. Now you see that they're mentioning kotel by themselves. The wall by themselves. Kotel ulam is hamish. The kotel of the of the lobby is five amot width. Veha ulam and the lobby itself had eleven amot. Kotel hechal. The wall of the hechal. 
which is the Kodesh Shesh, that's another six Amot. Ve'orko, and the length, Arba'im Amah. Then you have another 40 Amah. Ve'amah Teraskin, you have the Amah of the Teraskin itself. And then Ve'aisrim Amah, you have another 20 Amah, Bet Kodesh HaKodashim. Kotel HaEchal Shesh, you have another, the wall of the Hechal, another six. Ve'ata, and the locker room, Shesh, is another six Amot. Ve'kotel Ata, and the wall of the, the, of the, the locker room is Hamesh, another five Amot. And disregarding all the math, just pay attention that they're mentioning that the, the width of the kotel itself. So you see, it could very well be that the entire area was 60 plus the teraksin. So the Gemara explains, Ela kedushate ikelifnim ikelachutz. The real question of hachamim about the teraksin is: Is the kedusha part of the kodesh kodashim or part of the kodesh? Ve'ainu damar biyohanan ba'e Yosef Ishutzal. Yosef Ishutzal asks a question. Udbir betoch habayit mepenima hechin letiten sham et aron berit Hashem. Shlomo Amelch set up a dvir kodesh kodashim inside the, the inside the house for the aron. Now, so Rav Yosef Ishutzal asked the question, what does the Pasuk mean? Udvir betocha bayit mi penima achin letiten sham. And the dvir over here is that amateraxins, and you have to read the Pasuk as follows. Udvir betocha bayit. The dvir is in the house. It's part of the Kodesh. And mi penima achin letiten sham. And from the inside of that dvir, meaning in the Kodesh HaGodeshim, is where you put the Aaron. So the vir is part of the Kodesh. Odilma, hachikama, or maybe this is the way to break up the Pasuk. The vir betoch habayit, the vir is part of the house. Mipenima, it's part of the inside of the house. It's part of the Kodesh HaKodeshim. And that's the question. Is the is, is penima going on the Aaron and the vir is part of the Kodesh? Or is it, or is the or is the penima going on the vir and the vir is part of the Kodesh HaKodeshim? So now the Gemara asks, Did Rav Yosef Ishutzal really have a, a, a problem with the Perush of Penima? We have a Braita. There's five Pesukim in the Torah. We don't know how to split it up. And there's a beautiful Mahloket here for all uh, the Ta'amim guys. That according to Tosafot, this is, there's, we don't know how to split up these Pesukim even after that we got Ta'amim. And the Ritva says, no. All the Mahloka did not understanding how to split up the Pasuk is before we had a Kabbalah of the Ta'amim. Once we had a Kabbalah of the Ta'amim, there's no question anymore. Either way, the five Pesukim are, number one is Se'et. The Pasuk in Bereshit says, Haloim tetiv Se'et, lo tetiv hatat And Se'et could be explained two ways. Either it's forgiveness and it's going on the imtetiv part. Meaning, if you be good, Hashem will forgive you. Or se'et means your avon is going to be stronger and you'll stay and you won't be forgiven. And it's going on the imlotetiv part. So se'et uh, imlotetiv. So they, they weren't sure uh, with that. So it means Hashem will not forgive your, your avon. Number two is meshukadim. The pasuk is uba menorah The menorah had four cups. Meshukadim kaftoreha Meshukadim means they look like almonds, and you could explain the pasuk to it. Either the meshukadim, the almond-looking thing, is going on the candles, the cups. They should be looking like like uh, almonds, or meshukadim could be going on the buttons and the flower designs on the menorah, and there can they be looking like almonds. The third pasuk is Mahar, the, uh, talking about the war with Amalek. The pasuk is Vayomer Moshe Yeshua Anashim Amalek. Mahar, 
אנוכי ניצב על ראש הגבעה ומטה האלוהים בידי. And you could explain it two ways. Either מחר means go fight with Amalek tomorrow, or go fight with, uh, with Amalek today. And tomorrow I'll stand on top of the mountain. The fourth pasuk is Arur. This comes from the Baracha Yaakov gave to Shimon and Levi. It says, Besodam al tavon avshi ubikalam al tehat kebodi ki be'apam ahargu ish uberzonam ikerushor. And then it says, Arur apam ki'az. And where is that Arur going on? It could either be going on the shore that's right before it, meaning they shore Arur, which means they destroyed Shechem, who is a shore who is cursed because he comes from Canaan, or Arur is going on their anger. Arur apam, their anger is cursed. And the fifth pasuk is Vekam. The actual pasuk is in Sefer Devarim. And that Vekam in the middle of Pasuk can be explained both ways. Either Vekam is Now you're gonna die, but later Vekam you're gonna stay you're gonna stand up by Tchetamitim. Or Vekam once you pass away, this Am is gonna get up and do Avodazara. These are the five psukim. Betanya, we have a brayta. Who Yosef is Hutzal? He is who Yosef Ababli. He's the same person as who Isi ben Yehuda, who Isi ben Gurarye, who Isi ben Gamliel, who Isi ben Mahalalel. All the same person. Uma Shemot's real name Isi ben Akiba Shemo. His name was Isi ben Akiba. So bottom line is the person who said that these five psukim. We don't really understand it. Is Yosef Ishutzal is the same person over here? So how could he not know where uh, what the perush of where Penima belongs to? Here he it's not one of his five pesukim. So like Mark explains, when it comes to the Torah, these are the five pesukim. But when it comes to the Neviim, there's more pesukim that Yosef Ishutzal didn't know how to exactly split them up. And the Gemara says, wait a second, in the Torah, there's not more than these five Pesukim. Va'ika, there's another Pesuk, the Ba'ir of Hasda. Rav Hasda asks the question, it says, Olot. I didn't explain what type of Olot. So we could say it was Kevasim. But the problem is, the end of the Pesuk says, Parim. So it could be that the Olot were Kevasim, and the Shalamim at the end of the Pesuk were Parim, or maybe. Or maybe both of them were cows. So again, you see, here's another pasuk that we don't know how to split it up. So Mark explains that Rav Hasda misapekali. It was a really, it's a legit question on Rav Hasda. He didn't know how to split it up. However, Isiben Yehuda didn't have a problem with it. He knew exactly what korban they gave based on the pasuk. Okay, now the last Mishnah, we, we talked about how the Kohen went in between both curtains. And the Mishnah says, The outer one towards the Kodesh was open from the southern side, Ufnimit, and the one that was towards the Kodesh HaKodeshim was open on the northern side. He would walk in between them. So he enters from the south side, goes all the way to the north side. Then now turns his face towards the south. He's already in the Kodesh HaKodeshim. His left hand is touching that parochet. Until he gets to the Aaron. Then he would get to the Aaron. 
he would put the pan in between both poles. He would put the ketoret on top of the coals. The entire house would be full of smoke. Then yatsa ubalo bederech bet kenisato. He would walk out the way he came in, meaning he would walk out backwards, facing the Aaron, because it's disrespectful to turn your back on the Aaron. Then he would walk out the same way. He would pray a short tefillah in the outside area, which is the Hechal, the Kodesh. He wouldn't take his time with that tefillah. He wouldn't want to scare B'nai Israel. There was a lot of Kohanim who died. If he took too long, people would get scared. In, out, pray quickly and get out. And the Gemara asks, "Bemay Askinan, what are we talking about in this Mishnah? Ilamal beMikdash Rishon. If we're talking about the Bet Mikdash, the first one, Mihavo Parochet, was there even a curtain? Ela beMikdash Sheni, okay, Mikdash Sheni, Mihava Aaron, was there an Aaron at all? VeHatanya Mishinignaza Aaron, when the Aaron was hidden, Nigneza Imots in Senetaman." The, the the jar where the man was in, and the jar where the shemen amishha was in, and Aaron stick and all the almonds and flowers that were on it, and the treasure chest that the pelishtim sent to Hakadosh Baruch Hu, uh, they took the Aaron for seven months. They got punished. They sent the present uh, as a please forgive us sort of thing. They told the Pelishtim elders told that their people put a nice uh, box of treasure next to it and send it back to wherever it wants to go. Umiganazo and who hid the Aaron? Yoshiao Genazo. Yoshiao hid it. Mara Ashiganazo. Why would he hid it? Rashi Katuv Yolech Hashem Ot Chavit Malkicha Shetakim Alecha. He, when he walked into Echal, he saw the Sefer Torah. It was open to the Pasuk where it says, Hashem is going to make you, you and your king go out to the exile. So therefore, he got scared. Amad Vigenazo. He got up and he hid that Aaron. And the fact that he said Tenu et Arona Kodesh Babait, it was already in the Bait. Obviously, he meant to hide it somewhere. Shlomo made different tunnels and things to make sure that it was able to hide the, the Aron. Vamar Bil Azar, how do we know that uh, the jar of the man and the and the Shem and the and the stick of Aaron were all said in Atya Shama Shama? We have Exashava with Aaron and the Bitsinat Aman. By the Aaron, it says Asher Vaidacha Shama, and by the Man, it said Veten Shama, and by uh, so we knew it was in the, it was in the Kodesh Hakodeshim. And Shemen Amishha, we learned Dorot Dorot from the Man. Over here, it's, by the Man, it says LeMishmeret LeDotachem, and by the Oil, it says Kodesh Yezeli LeDotachem. And Veatyan by the stick of Aharon, also Gzashiva Mishmeret Mishmeret. The jar it says LeMishmeret LeDotachem. And by a Haron stick, it says, Lemishmeret Leot Bene Meri. So you have a lot of Gzashavas back to back. All of them were hidden together. So now, bottom line is what you see that during the second Beta Mikdash, there was no Aaron. And during the first Beta Mikdash, there was no curtain. So what are we talking about? So the Gemara explains, We're talking about the second Beta Mikdash. So what does that mean? He got to the Aaron area. 
Mekom Aron, the area where the Aron used to be. It's not there anymore. It said he put the pen in between the two poles. So you mean obviously there was an Aron. So like Mark explains, Emma Keben It like the area where the poles used to be. Now we learned Sabarata Ketort Al Gehalim. He put the Ketort, he piled up the Ketort on top of the coals. Tanan Kemande Amar Sobra. This goes according to the Manda Amar. We had a Mahlok in Daf Memtet. One says you spread it around, one says you pile it. Here it says Tenan Kemande Amar Sobra. Over here we learned like the one who says pile it up. Tane Hadat Sobra Penima Shehi Hutsalo. One Tana told us that he piles it further from him towards the Aron, so it's part of the pen that is close to the Aron away from him. We have another Braita that teaches us, He puts it on away from the Aron, which is closer to him. And Amar Abaye, Tanaei, it's a Machloket Anaim, Ve'amar Abaye, Mistabra Keman De'amar, Penima Shehichut Salo, it makes sense to say that he put it towards the Aron, which is away from him, De'tanan. Because we had another Mishnah that taught, Melamdinoto, we teach him, Hizaher Shelotat Hilmi Panecha, do not start putting that or piling up that ketoret near your face, Shemetikave, because you might burn that smoke, might come to, towards your face, and you might burn yourself. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem Le'olam, Amen, Ve'amen.